0: When God turns your world upside down and you understand the power of prayer for the first time, life changes. Priorities change, desires change, and behaviors change. Prayer as a new believer was infectious for Sally Burke, and now she's the president of Moms and Prayer International. From space shuttle engineer to powerfully praying mom on this action and ministry. Inspiring you to be the hands Empowering you to be the feet, strengthening you to be the heart of Christ for others. Action, action, action in ministry. Hi, I'm Rachel Legutte, and this is Action in Ministry. Our guest today, Sally Burke, was not always ministry minded. In fact, she probably never expected to be in the role she is today. She is the president of Moms in Prayer International which helps coordinate, train, and mobilize moms to pray for their children and their schools. Sally, it's so great to have you here with us today on the phone from California. And I am so glad to be here with you. Well, Sally, what a great opportunity to be a part of an organization that brings moms together to pray. As a president of Moms in Prayer, what does your role entail with that organization?
1: Well, I love how you described it in the beginning. It's to encourage, equip, and empower women forward to pray for children and schools, it, it, it's so exciting because we see the transformation not only in the children's lives and the teachers' lives and that whole school is transformed, but also in the mom's lives and in the cities and in the towns. We watch God bring revival and spiritual awakening.
0: Well, being the president of any organization is kind of a big deal. Was this a role that you have seen yourself in for a long time or something that you envisioned for your life a long time ago?
1: No, no, <laughs> quite the opposite. When I first came to Moms in Prayer, I was one of those women who I was a brand new Christian. I just found out about prayer. I just had this this great uh, urgency, Lord, teach me to pray. And a friend invited me uh, to go to this group and and to hear, I got to hear Fern Nichols speak about how our children can be blessed through prayer. And and I knew that prayer was the avenue, which God does that. So I went to that first group, and I never prayed out loud before. And I went in there, and they just welcomed me in. And I knew I was home. I knew that this was a place that I was going to come back week after week after week. And every week we saw incredible answers to prayer. And several weeks later, I began to pray out loud. And um, my leader at that period of time had to go back to work. So I said I would host it, but I didn't want to lead. And then... The leader had to work on certain days, so all of a sudden I was leading. And then the next step, I went to a leader's meeting, and I was such a wonderful coordinator. I told her, oh, if you need anything, and I'm thinking, cookies, uh, I'll bring them to the next meeting. And she goes, you're an answer to prayer. You're going to be part of our team. And then she moved. I became an area coordinator and then a regional coordinator. It was all a surprise. And then Fern calls me goes, Sally, will you go to lunch with me? I'm like, yeah, and then she invited me to work with the international women from around the world, and I thought, okay, God, if you want me to do that, I'll I'll sure do it. I had never traveled. I only speak one language, and that not very well, and before I knew it, I was there working with international women, and my life was being transformed and changed from the very beginning, from the very first day I walked into that room just to pray for my kids all the way to working internationally, and it was all a surprise. Every single step of it, but every moment, every leadership role, of moms in moms and prayer has blessed me beyond measure.
0: I mean, that's an incredible story of like escalation of duties and responsibilities and um, things within the organization. But you said that um, you were new to praying. How did uh, how did this passion for learning to pray begin in your life?
1: You know, I think God places it in every single person. And, and I just remember as I was reading, I just, just felt God calling me to prayer. And I said, Lord, teach me to pray. And he did by taking me to moms in prayer. We use four simple steps to prayer. We use praise, silent confession, thanksgiving, and then we intercede using God's word. So it's never the elegance of our words. It's within our heart. And when you pray for your child, you naturally are pouring out your fears, your worries. But the Word of God is really what you get to know Him by name, by attribute, by character. You get to find out He has greater plans than you ever could imagine for your kids. And then pretty soon God expands your heart for every child on that campus. And and then pretty soon you see that whatever class you're child has been placed and God had preordained that class so you could pray for that teacher and the other students and you can watch God just move in the most amazing ways. So, I God, I truly believe He places that urgency that we want to communicate with our Heavenly Father. He tells us, don't be anxious for anything, but in all things, by prayer and thanksgiving, let your requests be known to Him, and He will give you that peace, that's the understanding. He will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So it's in us, we just got to let it go.
0: When you started with Moms in Prayer, you walked in to pray for your children. Um, What was going on in your life at that time? You were working as a space shuttle engineer?
1: Oh, that's so fun. Well, you know, (laughs) I worked as a space shuttle engineer for several years, and then we started having kids, and I realized that my kids were a lot more complex than the (laughs) space shuttle. So I thought I need to come home. You know, I, near I have four children, and when my youngest two were in middle school, I, I ended up going back to work. So I know both parts: a stay-at-home mom and a working mom. But uh, working on a space shuttle was seven days a week, twelve hours. So I knew my husband also worked on the space shuttle. One of us needed to be home with mm-hmm. the kids. Mm-hmm. So I came home uh, to to raise them. But kids are a lot more, you know, uh, complicated. <laughs>
0: You know, it's interesting to hear you say that because it makes a lot of sense that kids are more complicated than a space shuttle, but I don't know that we um, often think of it that way in our um, day-to-day life. We think, wow, a space shuttle engineer, and here you are saying, my kids needed me (laughs) to come home and um, be a part of what they were doing. That's incredible. Well, as you were beginning this new life and um, seeking the Lord and gathering with other moms and praying, what started to happen with within you? What happened in your life? How did the Lord work through all of that?
1: Well, I remember the very first answer to prayer. Uh, my son's first grade teacher, my oldest son's first grade teacher, found out I was a mom's in prayer, and she grabs me, and she says, there's a young boy in this classroom, and he's not going to make it through the weekend. We need a miracle. Would you and your group pray? And I said, sure, mm-hmm. we'll pray for him. So I took it back to our group, and we prayed for him. So that Monday, went running back to her classroom. I said, so so what happened? She was, well, he's healed. And I said, he is. How that mm-hmm. happen? And she goes, you prayed. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you're right. And so that was my first big, amazing answer to prayer. But every week we saw answer to prayer after answer to prayer. Christian teachers and non-Christian teachers would tell us that they could tell when we prayed, they could feel uh, our prayers on that campus. And Pretty soon, our kids were finding favor in their teacher's eyes. You know, we were praying all these blessings upon them. And one year at the third grade assembly, my oldest was there on stage with five other students getting, like, the Student of the Month award. And uh, the lady next to me hit me. She was a Moms in Prayer woman. She was, look, they're all Moms in Prayer kids. Mm-hmm. And I could hear God just tell me, look at all the third grade kids. Look mm-hmm. at all of them. I want them all to know me as their Lord and Savior. So we began to pray that every child on that campus, by name, we take the yearbook, may Susan and Tom and Linda and Mary, may may they, you know, hear the words, the truth, the gospel of salvation, believe me, they hear the good news, you know. And um, pretty soon God brought onto our elementary school campus a good news club. And this is as soon as the course okayed that it could go on campus, ours was the first. And um, I decided I was going to go help and just hand out, goodies. Well, so many kids, over 100 kids would come each month. So many were receiving Jesus. They go, Sally, come on, we need you as a counselor. Little kids would put their hands on mine. And I just had prayed for them. Their names and their faces were right there in that yearbook. And they were ready to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And I mean, it just blew my mind. And today, they're grown up and they're doctors and lawyers, missionaries, teachers on inner local campuses impacting others for Christ. So that, that just blew our mind. And then we would pray. We, we never talk negative about a teacher. If a teacher doesn't know the Lord, may their eyes be open, may they turn from darkness to light, for the power of Satan, to the power of God, so they can be forgiven of their sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in Christ. God, was, I mean, God wants us to pray for their salvation. He wants us to bless them with our prayers. If they're believers, we always pray you know, blessings upon them. Satan would love us to complain, not pray, just complain. But we never do that. We just lift them up. We love them. We pray for them. Uh, out of the 22 original teachers that were on that elementary school campus, 14 of them came to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. So we have seen tremendous answers to prayer. My daughter's high school campus, 91 kids came to know Jesus, and then they kept adding to the numbers week after week. So as we pray, as we seek God's face, we have witnessed revival and spiritual awakening happen not only in my own town, my own valley, but throughout the world.
0: These are incredible stories about what's happening in the lives of the students and the teachers. But I wonder, as you get to know these moms who are praying together, um, what, what have you seen happen in those relationships? For the moms who are doing this work to, to love their children and their schools by praying for them?
1: they become transformed. It's so fun because they come in with heavy burdens or like, you know, I always tease them. They come in like shaken kittens and leave that meaning as roaring lions. Yeah. They've been to face to face with God. When we begin by praise, we begin by looking to the victor, to who God is by name, by attribute, by character. And God promises us those who know the name of the Lord will be strong and do great exploits. Well, God's going to be strong and us and do great exploits um, for Him, you know, and He does it through us. And we think about, uh, I just watch them as they get to know who God really is according to His Word, and as they praise Him uh, using uh, the Word of God, they become transformed. And then as they lay their burdens down. Uh, to god and, and and seeking His will, surrendering their will, you know God created each and every child for a mighty purpose and a mighty plan and 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 in, in some of them may have special needs, some of them may you know have other things and and God is going to use that all in their life for their good, for a future, for a hope, and that mom gets to see it week after week as she places. Her child's name and God's word, she watches how God answers that far above, you know, eventually more than she could ask or imagine. And so it's, it's just amazing to watch them. And many of them, like me, started off learning to pray, and now they, too, are in leadership, encouraging and putting empowering women
0: forward. Well, Moms in Prayer is called Moms in Prayer International, and it's now in 140 countries. I understand that you've played a big part in that expansion. How do you take this to other countries, and what's the response that you're seeing around the world?
1: You know, and and this is the part, I just get to be part of what God's doing. (laughs) And and that's the part I love about Moms in Prayer. As soon as you... Step into a moms and prayer meeting you 're a part of what he 's already doing, mm-hmm. and when I went to headquarters, we had seventy some uh, countries that had active moms and prayer groups and and it, I just got to go on the journey with God, so we began to develop teams that would help spread it, and some traveled to other countries, some just had a heart for other countries. And um, once you're a mom's in prayer, you can't but help share it with anybody else. And you can imagine a, a villager in a country in Africa, and they're living on a garbage dump. You, you know, what can you give them? And what these women give them is the gift of prayer. And we watch them move from garbage dumps into, into homes or into tough situations, impossible situations, and finding hope in God. So it's a natural gift that you give somebody else, an eternal gift. So we just um, encourage women wherever they travel to share the ministry, and they can't help it. But I get no credit. It's all God. I just Mm. happen to be in that place leading that department at the time, and it's really all God. You know, He he does it. We we just get the incredible uh, opportunity to partner with Him in it.
0: Well, it's interesting you tell the story of women— around the world kind of going, like, maybe having a story where they're um, in, in darkness or in tough times or um, whatever it may be, and then there's hope that comes through um, their interaction with um, moms in prayer. And I wonder, do you see the experience of moms uh, across the globe to be kind of similar to one another, or do you see, like, unique um, differences in different countries and whatnot as you see this play out globally? You know what's amazing,
1: too, is uh, the enemy has the same tactics everywhere. He wants mm. to steal, rob, um, you know, take our kids away. And some of the kids in other countries have less than, per se, our kids have. But it's the same battles that are going on, uh, drugs, alcohol, um, homosexuality, whatever it may be. It's it, Believe it or not, it's the same uh, around the world, and yet god it's amazing what God does as these women gather together and pray. He empowers them and equips them and uh, There was a lady that came from Venezuela just recently she's a um, you know key person in that country, and she is filled with so much hope. she goes from place to place to place, empowering these women to become prayer warriors that It's God who can transform their circumstances. It's God who brings salvation. It's God who will fulfill the great plans he has for their children. And, you know, if you you think about it, uh, God who began a good work in our children will complete it. And then, you know, we just get to be those uh, caretakers. And the most important caretaker we can be is to, to lift our kids to the very throne room of God, unleash his power to fulfill his will in their lives.
0: Well, you are now a mother to adult children and a grandmother. How is being a part of this organization and having this experience and practice of prayer, how has it influenced how you live in your relationship as a mother and as a grandmother?
1: Well, one thing that we can always do, uh, no matter their ages, is pray for them. Mm -hmm. When they are, are older, they have lifetime decisions that they're making, like who they're marrying or their job or or different things like that. So at Moms in Prayer, it doesn't matter the age of our kids, we still get to pray for them. And, and sometimes they don't always want to hear our advice, but that's okay. We can go <laughs> to the very throne room of God and just lay out our concerns for them. And and so that's a gift to our adult children. And my kids, it, it's so fun, too, because they grew up in a a home where they join me in prayer. So don't send me prayer requests or mm-hmm. uh, I'll just send something out to the adult kids going, Hey, such and such needs prayer. The whole group is praying one for another. So it, it's, it's, it's an amazing uh, gift to give your adult children and then their spouses and then your grandkids. You know what? I, it, we, we, I, I can't explain it for a grandma. You're not in the house day in and day out, so you have a little bit more concerns for them per se because <laughs> you're not in control. You never are, but somehow you you think you have more control with your own kids. Mm-hmm. But you get to pray for them, and I love the response from my uh, grandson. He he would just. Um, Give me prayer requests and, and just tell me the answer to prayer, of how God answered it. And, and, and so it's just a wonderful gift to give them, an eternal gift to give them. But they also appreciate it. They also really value your prayers.
0: Mm. I love what you just said there, too. It's not only teaching them the practice of praying, but recognizing how God answers our prayers as well. Um, that's a really beautiful gift that you're giving your grandchildren as well.
1: Well, And as- it gives them peace, too. I was thinking about my grandson was heading to space camp, and he was nervous. And so he called me, and I said, you know, I'll be praying for you. He goes, oh, Grandma, that <laughs> means so much to me.
0: Oh. That's so sweet. If someone was wondering how their life could have a lasting impact or an influence like yours has in this capacity, what wisdom would you give to them um, if they just don't know how to start or what to do? What would you pass on to them?
1: Come to our website, org. Somebody will help you get started. It is one gift that will never be taken away. We think about it, we can clean our house, we can dust our <laughs> house, and next day we have to do the same thing. But this prayer is eternal. God's Word is we pray it. It never comes back void, always. Fulfills his purpose, and and uh, your kids will be very very grateful. I remember my oldest was going to middle school, and I was only going to pray for the elementary school. He sat me down and he said, "No, mom, <laughs> you got to be praying for the middle school too." So I had two groups at that period of time. But there's no greater gift. But somebody will help you get started, mm-hmm. and somebody will come alongside of you and and help you um, pray for your child. What I love, I never want to miss my mom's in prayer group because there's always another mom that comes alongside of me and prays for me. And the Holy Spirit moves through her so differently than me. And it's, and it's a Holy Spirit gift that God wants to give my child. So it's never, we never have to worry about how we sound when we pray or anything. God prays through us. And, and so we want to be a part of this community. Plus, we have a vision, two or more women for every school, so every child in the world could be prayed for. That's our vision. So as they come and join us, they're part of this amazing sisterhood of women from over 140 countries worldwide.
0: Sally, thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing your story. It's truly an inspiration to hear of all the ways that you are um, leading the charge and calling other women to join you in prayer for uh, the children of this country and the children of the world. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, Rachel, thank you. And thank you for what you're doing. And, and for those out there listening, um, I, God will lead you and guide you as you call upon Him for the lives of your children. He has great blessings. He's just waiting to, to give them.
0: Sally Burke was moved by the power of prayer, and that sparked a journey to lead others into praying for the children, teachers, and schools of this world. And we know that those prayers don't fall on deaf ears. We know that God is actively answering all his people who call on him. How are you being led to pray for the people around you? How can you look with God-sized eyes to see what God can do in his power through you? That's Action in Ministry. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rachel Legutte. Thank you for listening to Action in Ministry. We'd love to hear how you and your church are ministering to your community. To submit ideas for this podcast, visit our website, lhm.org forward slash action and send us an email.